Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Today's daf Maseches Gitin is daf Ayin Hey 75. We're beginning at the Tanur Abanan about halfway down Ayin Hey Mut Aleph. We're going to have three sections in today's daf. The first section is going to be five answers to resolve why is it that the Seifa of the Brice we're about to learn, which is Almanash Tachzirili Esaniar, would be Megureshes. We'll see five explanations for that. Turning to Ayin Hey Mut Beis, we're going to have the second section, which is the Takana. The Shmuel and Rava argue about how a Shchiv Mirash had command, his get should be effective in order not to create a, a situation of an issue for a Shchiv Mirash as a Kohen. And then the third section is going to be a new Mishnah, which we'll introduce about halfway down Ayin Hamad Bays, which we're going to have a Mishnah, and the Gemara is going to pose a Bryce that seems to contradict our Mishnah, which is how do you fulfill the condition of Almanas, Shetasham Shiyasab or Shetaniki Yasbani. Seems to be a contradiction. We'll have three resolutions for that, and we'll leave off with the Machlekes Rava and Ravashi and the challenge against Ravashi's position. So let's get started. Ayin Hamud Aleph, middle of the page. Tan Rabbanan says the Brisa. Continuing on with certain conditions of Almanas type things or conditions uh, that in order to have the get effective, these need to be met. So the Brisa says like this. Case number one. He gives a get to his wife and he says, This is your get, but the paper belongs to me. So, the get is not effective. It's very simple because the Torah says, he has to place something in her hand. If he's saying the near, the paper belongs to me, he's not giving her the get, and therefore it's ineffective. However, says the Brisa, case number two, on condition that you return the paper to me, then she would be divorced. Now, the Gemara is going to ask, what's the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa? The Gemara understands at this point, that we follow the opinion of the Rabbanan, as we learned yesterday, who debate Rebbe, who say that when you say Al-Minas, it's, ke-omer, it's not Ke'omer Me'achshav, it's not as if it's working retroactively when you make a condition of Al-Minas, but rather it's only effective when the condition is met. So based on that assumption, the Gemara says is, essentially when you say Al-Minas, that you return to me the paper, the get should only be effective when she returns the paper. And if it's only going to be effective when the condition is met, but not retroactive like Rebbe holds, but rather like the Rabbanan who say it's only effective when the condition is met, she's not holding anything. So it's the same issue of Anas and Bayada. So we're going to have four answers that go under that assumption of the Rabbanan and uh, try to understand the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa. So asks the Gemara, Maishna, Reisha, Maishna, Seifa. What is the difference in the Reisha? That when he says, when I keep the paper, it's not effective, which makes sense. But in the Seifa, when he says, you return it to me, it is effective. Why is it effective there? Lachar, it's only effective when the condition is met. Not like Rebbe, but like the Rabbanan. And if so, she's not holding the get then. So why is she divorced? Answer number one, Amr Rav Chizda Hamani. Rav Chizda says, who's the author of this b'risa? Rav Shem Ben Gamliel he. Rav Shem Ben Gamliel, on the Mishnah, and I and Dalad Aleph held, that when he says, on condition you give me my itztalis, my uh, cloak, you're allowed to give the value. So Rav Shem Ben Gamliel says like this, that you can give the value. So Achanami, the Gemara says, it's the same word here, meaning to say like this, is that it's true, she won't have the get itself because she's returning the get itself, 
but what he meant to say was, I'll give you its value. So since he's going to give her its value, he is giving her something, and then she will, in fact, be divorced. So the Gemara says, Maskif asked on this first answer of Rav Chizda, maybe Rav Gamliel only employs this strategy that value equals the item itself, where the item itself is no longer around, like in the case of the cloak, it's no longer around, so the rabbis allowed her to give the value of the cloak and then she'd be divorced. But where it is indeed around, which means the get is still here, me, Amar, would they say that you're allowed to give the value of it to replace it and make the get effective? So that wouldn't be a good answer. So Abayas is a second answer. Hamani, who's the author of our Mishnah, Rabbi Meir, he... Mesechus Kiddushin, which Bezus Hashem will get to in, in about two weeks. On Samach Aleph Modalef, the Gemara tells us that Rameir's opinion is that we learn out the effectivity of conditions of Tanoim from the condition of Bnei God and Bnei Reuven. Moshe Rabbeinu was making a condition that they'd cross over the Yardin and fight with the Jewish people, and then they'd come back and claim Transjordan, the east of the Jordan, for, their, for themselves. He doubled the condition. He said, if you go, as we'll see later, but he said that you have to um, if you go over the Yardin and you fight, then you could come back and claim your land, and if you don't, then you can't. The point is, he doubled it up, and Rameir holds, therefore, any Tanai is only impactful if it's doubled up. So it says Abaye, Hamani, who's the author of this Brisa? Rabbi Meiri, it's that opinion of Rameir, that in order for a condition to be binding, it has to be a doubled condition. And the safe of this Bryce is where you didn't double the Tanai. Since he didn't double the Tanai, you don't have to fulfill the Tanai. And therefore, even though he said return the get on condition you return the get, it's not actually binding, so she can keep the get and therefore she's divorced. Maskifla Rava asks Rava Kasha, but yeah, but look at the principle that you just mentioned, or Mayor's position, that we learn the con- effective conditions from B'nai Gad and B'nai Reuven. Time of the Lake of the reason you're saying that the Seifa is effective is because he didn't double up the condition. But if he did double up the condition, the implication of the brisa would be if it fits that bill, that the condition would be binding, and then she's not divorced because she has to return it. But the problem is, that's not true because let's analyze Rameer's position. Where do we derive the idea of a tenai from and even the Rabbanon agree to this actually, but the source is from Rabbanah just all doesn't have to be doubled up, and the only reason it was doubled up there is to emphasize that they would get land in Eretz Yisrael itself if they wouldn't fulfill the Tanai, but in general it doesn't have to be doubled up. But in this regard, they agree. Just as regarding the Tanai of Bnei Gad and Bnei Reuven, you had the condition, which is that they'd cross over before the Maisa, the action of receiving land. That's how the stipulation of Moshe was, went. So for a condition to be binding in general, the condition has to be before the action. The problem is, but to exclude this case of the Mishnah, of the Brisa, you have which is the action, before the Tanai, so the problem is, is that if you're just telling me it's Rameer's opinion, so even if it was doubled up, it still wouldn't be effective because it doesn't fit the bill of Tanai Kaidim Lemaisa. So therefore, Rava says, not like Abayi, says a third answer, the reason it's not effective, it is like, it is like Rameer, but it's also like the Rabbanon then. Because because even the Rabbanon can see that this wouldn't be effective because you have the action of the divorce before the condition 
of uh, returning the paper. So therefore, that's not going to be something that's a binding condition as we learned from Tanai Gaub B'nei Reuven, and therefore it wouldn't be effective here. Ma'askiflor, I mean, and therefore the condition is not effective and the get is. Ma'askiflor, Ravada Barahava, Ravada Barahava asked on Rava's answer, time of the Ma'askiflor, what you're saying is the reason the Seifa is not effective, the Tanai is not effective, and the Gerushin is effective, is because the Ma'isa of divorce is before the condition. Mashma, that would imply if the condition was before the, ten, the Maisa, meaning if he said, if you return the paper, then you'll be divorced, so the condition would be binding and the get would not be effective. But wait a second, let's see. Where do we learn out the concept of Tanai from? Again, Again, from that Tanai that Moshe made with the children of God and Reuven. But there's another thing that comes into play over there. The Tanai, the condition was made on one item, which is that they'd cross over the Jordan. And then the action would be that they'd receive land in Transjordan. So the Tanai is in one as one item, and the condition and the uh, action which they'd receive land is on Transjordan, which is a different item altogether. So we learn from that that in order for condition to be binding, the condition and the action have to be two different items. So Lafuke but says says Rava, the problem is. Uh, says Bravada uh, Barahab, excuse me. The problem with your answer, Rava, is that that would exclude this case, turning to Ayin Hamud Beis, to That in fact, the Tanai, the condition, and the action are both in the, regarding the same item, which is the get, which means the Tanai is if you'll return the get, and Amaisa is that the get will be effective. So the problem is this does not fit the bill, and therefore the condition here shouldn't be effective, even if it was Tanai Kodim Lamaisa. So therefore, Ravada Barahava says that can't be the explanation of the Brisa. Fourth answer, In fact, the issue here is, is that we learn from the condition made to B'nai God and B'nai Reuven, in order for a condition to be binding, it has to be made two different items here. It's not two different items, that's why it's not binding. Now, all these four answers assumed that the Brisa fit the position of the Rabbanan who say Al-Minas is only effective later when the condition is met, but not retroactive. And that's why we gave four different answers to understand why it would be effective in this case. Now, <clears throat> Ravashi Amar Hamani, Ravashi gives a, a, a fifth answer. And he says like this, who's the author of this b'risa in the Seifa particularly? Rebbe, it's Rebbe. To Amar, Ravuna Amar Rebbe, kol ha'imer al-minas dami. He says that a tanai of al-minas actually is effective, retroactive from the beginning. So therefore, as long as she returns the get after, it's like a matan al-minas l'hachsir. He gave it to her as a condition, a gift on or, in order to return. And therefore, when she returns it, it's effective retroactively from the beginning when she received it, which means it's at a point that she actually has a get, and therefore it's pushed, it would be effective as long as she fulfills the condition. Let's move on to the second section. Now, Shmuel, as we're about to see, is going to address a potential issue. Ashriv Merah gives a get to his wife. Now, Shmuel says he has to make a very specific Tanai condition, particularly if he's a Kohen. What's the issue? Because if he gets better, but the get's effective... So then what ends up happening is she's a grusha and he can't remarry her. So it says Shmuel, he should make a very particular stipulation or command when he gives such a get. Ask if Shmuel, ask in Shmuel begitas. Shmuel made the following takana when it came to gitin. The shchiv may rav a person who is dying. Rashi says in particular regarding kohanim. What was the, what was the tenai that he should make? Im mati, he should say like this. If I don't die, lo yehe get. So then the get shouldn't be effective. Ve'imati, if I do die, yeheget, then the get should be effective. Now in doing so, he fulfills Remeir's shitu, says you need tonight kaful. But also, if he gets better, the get is ineffective and he can stay married to his wife. 
asks the Gemara, wants to clarify the Shemuel's position, why not reverse it and say first, if I die, it should be a get, and if I don't die, it shouldn't be a get. The person doesn't generally want to precede tragedy for himself. So therefore, the first step is, he says, if I don't die, it won't be a get. You don't want to first mention, if I do die, it will be a get. Asks the Gemara, okay, but if that's true, so then push off the words if I die till the very end and say like this, say, it should not be a get imlomati if I don't die. And then you should say, and it will be a get if I do die. But then you'll be saying, if I do die at the end, and if you don't want to proceed, bring earlier tragedy, so then why don't you push it off till the end? So the Gemara answers like we said above, but inan tanai kodam lemaisa is that we learn from the story of Moshe and the families of Reuben and God that it needs to be the condition before the action. So therefore, it has to be lo yehe get or yehe get, excuse me. But it has so therefore it has to be uh, imati or imlomati, which is the condition before the action of yehe get or lo yehe get, and that's why it has to be in that particular order. Maskif Lorov, Lorov said, beautiful what you're saying. The only problem with what you're saying is, we, we said there's another particular Allah we learn out from B'nai God of B'nai Reuven. Because Mechti, let's analyze this. Kol Tanai Me'echa Gamrin, and where do we learn out the laws of Tanai from Mitzanai B'nai God of B'nai Reuven? Ma hasam hein kadem lalav, just as over there, the positive is before the negative. Afkol, you learn the same principle for a condition to be binding, has to be the positive before the negative. If you do cross over, you'll get Transjordan. If you don't cross over, you won't get Transjordan. So, but according to the way you're establishing it, Shmuel, the lav kodem lehein. First, you're saying is, if I don't die, lo yehe get. And if I do die, yehe get. So you see you're saying the negative for the positives. Elama Rava. So Rava amends Shmuel's takana slightly to make it that it works like Shmuel explained, but also that it's a hein kodem lalav. How does he say that? Imlo mati. So we should say actually three conditions. First he says, if I don't die, lo yehe get. Like, like Shmuel said, it shouldn't be a get. Imati, if I do die, yehe get, it should be a get. That's exactly like Shmuel. But then at the end, you add on a little bit, which is imlo mati, lo yehe get. If I don't die, it shouldn't be a get. Now, what's the benefit of Rava's suggestion? So he says like this, Imlomati lo yehe get. Why do you first say, if I don't die, it shouldn't be a get? Exactly like Shmuel said, which is lo mikdim minish parnas lanafshay. Because you don't want to proceed tragedy for yourself, so you want to start off, if I don't die. That's what you want to say first. But then at the end, you say, Imati yehe get, and Imlomati lo yehe get. You say, if I die, it should be a get, and if I don't die, it won't be a get. You add that clause at the very end, which is a repetition, because then you've preceded the hen with the, the, before the lav. You've said first, if I do die, before if I don't die, by adding in the same condition that's put in the beginning at the very end, because then you could say, if I do die, before if I don't die, which fits the bill of B'nai God and B'nai Reuven. Okay, let's move on to the third and final section of the day. We're going to have here a Mishnah, two different cases, and we're going to have a steer in the Brisa with three potential resolutions. Let's see. Zok the Mishnah. So a guy gives a get to his wife and he says, I'm giving you this get on condition that you'll serve my father. Or, on condition you'll nurse my son. Now it sounds like he says it in an open-ended way. How long does she have to nurse the son? 
in order for this get to be binding. So as Machlekes, what is the normal time frame of nursing? And that was his intention. The Tanakhama says, they shot him two years. Eighteen months. It's a debate. What's the normal time of nursing? So Rashi points out, but what about serving the father? Serving the father will be all the days of his life. It doesn't fit the bill of 18 months or two years. So the Mishnah tells us, well, what happens? What if the son or the father pass away? So she can't fulfill the condition. Nonetheless, it is an effective get because she fulfilled it to whatever degree she could. Case number two. If he says, I'm giving this get on condition you serve my father for two years, so it's more particular. Or condition you nurse my son for two years. If the son dies or the father says, I don't want her to serve me, and it's not because of a hakpada, meaning he's not upset at her, uh, her service for any way, he's just disinterested, he's not interested. So, and I get, the halacha would be, it would not be an effective get. Since he made a very particular tanai, it's only effective if you serve for two years, even if the father says, I'm just not interested, it still wasn't a fulfillment of the two years, and she's not divorced. Now in this, Rav Shemim Gamliel Oimer, he argues, and he says, Kazege, this would be an effective get. Why? Klal Amr Rav Shemim Ben Gamliel, Kol HaKava She'ena Himena, Harezeget. Anytime that there's a prevention from fulfilling the condition that the husband stipulated, if it's not coming from her side, like in this case, the son died, or the father just said he's disinterested, Harezeget, it still would be an effective get, because she's not doing anything to not fulfill the, the, tenai, the condition, it's coming from an outside source. Asks the Gemara, Umi In the first case of our Mishnah, we said that in order to fulfill the condition, even if he, sorry, when he says in general, nurse my son, if the son dies, the halacha would be, you, you, sorry, lechatchila, you'd have to nurse for uh, two years or 18 months. Is that true? Does it really need to be two years or 18 months? That says, that says, even if she served the father for one day, or she nursed the son for one day, the get would still be effective. So asks the Gemara, there's a blatant stira. Our mission says it has to be two years or 18 months. And the Brisa says even one day is effective. So you have three teruts. Omer of Chizda, of Chizda says, answer number one. Okashia, no problem. Harabanan, our Mishnah is the position of the Rabbanan back in Ayin Talmud Aleph, who said, when the fellow said, on condition you give me my cloak, it was Dafka. So we understand, therefore, as we're about to explain, that it wasn't necessarily for profits, he just wanted that item. So when he says over here, in general, I want you to nurse my son, he wants that item. That item could be one day, though. So that's the Brisa. As opposed to Rav Gamliel, He's the author of our Mishnah. There he wanted the prophet. So you can give the value. And in this case, you also need to give two years. Masnisa, Roshim Ben Gamliel, Mishnah is like Roshim Ben Gamliel, who holds that he, over there you can give the value of the cloak. He just wanted the prophet. So in order to get the prophet, you need to give full two years. Ubraisa Rabbanan, but the Braisa fits the Rabbanan's position there that you need to give the cloak dafka. He wanted that item. So in this case, he wanted the item of the child being nursed, which could be one day. And therefore, the Braisa says one day would make the condition fully effective. Asks the Gemara, Hamid The problem with this answer of Rav Chizda is that the safe of our Mishnah is Rav Shem Gamliel. So Michal imply the Mitresh of our Mishnah is not the opinion of Rav Shem Gamliel. So that would be difficult on Rav Chizda's answer. Elos, the Gemara says the second answer, Brice Rav Shem Gamliel, let's reverse that. 
Really, the Brisa is the position of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, demekil betenai. Now, let's, let's flip the answer all, entirely. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says that when it comes to the tenai of the itztalis, you can give the value. He's lenient. You don't have to give the item itself. You can give the value of it as well. So, too, in the Brisa, he's lenient. He says, you were open-ended. You said, on condition you nurse my son. We assume one day is sufficient for that. Masnis and Rabbana, but the Rabbana were machmir there in the Mishnah. They said you need to give the cloak specifically, and therefore you're not divorced if she can't, even though it's lost. So too over here, they're the time of our Mishnah, which is to say it needs to be two years, they're machmir. Now Rav Amar Lekashya, Rav is the third answer. He says no problem between the, Reisha, the, the Mishnah and the Brisa, the Tosefta. Kan bistam... Our Mishnah is where he said in an open-ended way. So when you say open-ended, we assume the normal time of nursing, which is two years or 18 months. Khan, but in the Brisa, the Tosefta, when it said one day, B'mefarish, it's where you said nursing one day. So where you said nurse one day, one day fulfills the Tanai, and the Brisa says that would be effective and she's divorced. But where you, where you say it in an open-ended sort of way, we assume you mean two years, and therefore if it's not met, so that wouldn't be sufficient, that it, meaning it specifically has to be two years. Now, Rav Ashi, he's not answering the contradiction between the Mishnah and the Brisa, he's just being chaylik on Rav's answer. Rav, Rav Ashi Omar, kostam nami kemefarish yomechadami. So Rav Ashi says like this, if a person said, on condition that you nurse my son, just in a general way, without stipulation, it would be the same as saying one day. So therefore he disagrees with what Rav is saying. Rav is trying to say that our Mishnah is talking about stam, but stam implies two years. Rav Ashi says, no. Stam actually only implies one day. Now we're going to have to see how he fits in the Mishnah, but that's a debate now it emerges. According to Rava, Stam means two years, and Ravashi it means one day. Now let's look at our Mishnah and, and, and challenge Ravashi from that Mishnah. Tanan, our Mishnah said in the beginning, if he just says in general, nurse my son, how long would she have to nurse? So Tanakama said, two years, eighteen months. So Bishlama says the Gemara, it's understandable, Rava, according to Rava Nicha. It makes sense. The Mish is talking about where you said it in a, just a Stam way, and that's why you have to nurse for two years or 18 months. According to Rava Shita, Stam means two years or 18 months. El Ravashi, Lamalish Deshanim, why does it need to be two years? Lamalish, Manasar Chodesh, why does it have to be 18 months? Biyomechad Sagi, one day should be sufficient. So our Mishnah seems to be a blatant contradiction to Ravashi. The Gemara says, no, you're misunderstanding. This is how you interpret the Mishnah. When it says Yom Echad, it means Yom Echad Mishteishonim. What he's saying is, it's true, he said it's Tam and it's only one day. It means one day within the two-year period that it's normal to nurse. Which means if she would only nurse after two years, which is not the normative time to nurse, even, even if it was one day, so theoretically you fulfilled one day, Deloy, that would not be effective. And similarly, according to Rav Yehuda, Yom Echad Mishmona Aser Chodesh, one day within 18 months, Lafuki Chodesh after 18 months would not be effective. But it only has to be one day in a Chinami because Tam means one day. Now the Gemara says the stronger question, because Mesevei, look at the end of the Mishnah, and this is going to challenge Ravashi, If he says clearly, I want you to serve my father for two years, or nurse my son for two years, and if the son dies, or the father says, I'm just not interested in her service, not because of anything she did, I'm just disinterested. Ain't I get? So the Seifa of the Mishnah says it would not be an effective get. Turning to Ayn Vav Madalif. Now, Bishlam Rava. It's understandable according to Rava the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa as follows. Reisha, the first part of our Mishnah that says, if you don't end up fulfilling the Tanai because the son dies or the, father's in, uh, or the father dies, so Reisha is Bidalo Parish. 
The ratio is where you said stam. Stam means two years. But since he didn't specifically stipulate, we assume she did whatever it was that she could, and therefore she's going to be divorced because she fulfilled the tonight to the best of her abilities. Seifa de parish. However, the seifa, it's where he specifically said two years. Now, he didn't need to say two years because stam means two years also. So what do we understand by him stipulating clearly two years? That he's saying a dafka. So therefore, if it's not met, she's not going to be divorced. So you can make a distinction between the reisha and the seifa in terms of the psak. But according to Rav Ashi, to add in Rashi over here, it seems to be, the Seifa makes a lot of sense, is that he said clearly he wants two years, it wasn't met, so therefore she's not divorced. But why is it that in the Reisha, you understand Stam is two years also, Stam is one day, excuse me, in the Reisha, Stam only means one day. So if that's true, so what would be the reason in the Reisha then, we're assuming that when it says in the Mishnah, if if the son or the father dies, so the implication is he dies before the condition is met. Now the condition, according to you, stam only means one day, means he died before one day. But then what's maishna ratio, maishna seifa? Really the question is, why would it be in the ratio she's considered divorced? Assuming the tanai wasn't met, which is the simple pshat, because according to you, Ravashi, stam means one day. So the pashtas would be is that she wasn't divorced uh, she, she didn't nurse the child for one day even, so then why would she be divorced? She didn't fulfill the condition at all. Gemara says, Kasha, this is actually difficult on Ravashi and sounds more like Rava's pshat. We're going to stop here. Three lines down, I involve Mar Aleph, Ezra Shem. We'll pick up tomorrow with Tafa Vav. Everybody have a wonderful day.